What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my lovely voice, I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, like myself, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder. Thrivers. I flex when I say thrivers, don't I? Today's episode is going to be about... Will a narcissist ever admit to being wrong? Woo! Will a narcissistic person ever admit, openly admit to being wrong? I was wrong and mean it. Um, before we hop into today's episode, y'all know I got to shout out the self-love journal I have on Amazon. It's doing amazing, helping a lot of people rebuild their self-love, that dedication, that self-fulfillment. I'm working on a self-love course as we speak, should be done within the next week or so. So stay tuned for the self-love course to go along with the self-love journal as well. Um, but yeah, 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 y'all. Mm. Will a narcissist ever admit to being wrong? And so uh, This may surprise you. I know everybody's going to say right now, emphatically, no. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lee, stop it right now. We're not watching any any further past this. It's past this right here. The answer to that question is going to be no. And most of the time, y'all, that is absolutely correct. Most narcissistic people, toxic people, will rarely, if ever, admit to being wrong. Well, why don't Lee? Why can't they just admit to being wrong so we can just move forward? Because some narcissistic people do not want to move forward if they are wrong. It's just like if, if I move, like, you see, I have a book bag right here, y'all. You see this book bag. If I move forward with you and I admit to being wrong, that's me putting shame, this is shame, into this book bag and carrying carrying it along with me. I want my book bag to be shame-free. I want a light book bag. I want to pack lightly. You see what I'm saying? I don't. I want my stuff to be shame-free. I want to pack lightly. I don't want to carry shame into the future with me. So I do not want to admit to being wrong. I do not want to admit to be, you know, I don't want to admit it. I've just refused. It just hurts. It sucks. Admitting, taking account, taking accountability, admitting that I was wrong is, you know, it, it just, it sucks. It hurts. But there's a, yeah, okay. Buckle up, bear with me right here, y'all. But there is a difference between admitting that you were wrong and then admitting somebody else was right. <laughs> Let me say it again. There is a difference between admitting that I am wrong and then admitting that you were right. You see what I'm saying? Some narcissistic people would rather it, it would just take it to the grave with them than admit that you were right. Admitting that you were right, y'all, is more painful than admitting that, admitting that I was wrong. Oh, I was wrong. That's because some narcissistic people will absolutely admit to being wrong, but they will refuse to admit that you were right. Because that shifts the power into you. If I admit that I, if I just admit to being wrong in some circumstances, in some, in some instances, that, you know, if I admit to some circumstances and in some instances to being wrong, then guess what? 
this I, I did that. This me being in the control of how much I am willing to admit of how much that I'm willing to concede to you. You see what I'm saying? But if I admit to you being right, then that gives you the power. You can stomp me. You have power over me. You have control over me. It feels like if I do that in my mind, it feels like you are above me for some reason. It feels like now I have to seek out you for approval or something like that. And I don't want to answer to you. I don't like people telling me what to do. I have a problem with authority. You know, like a lot of narcissists and toxic people do, we have, we, a lot of us have problems with authority and that's just how it works. And I'm, I'm not making, I'm not making excuses for it, but that's how it goes. A lot of times when you're dealing with narcissists and or toxic people, we have problems with authority. It's not something that I would like, I enjoy. I know people think I enjoy having problems with authority or that some narcissists like enjoy having problems with authority. I just don't like people having power over me and control over me because if I admit that you are right, then guess what? You have the power. I feel like I lose control. I have control of admitting whether or not I was right or wrong. You see what I'm saying? So what most, most narcissistic people will absolutely just say, hell no, I didn't do that. I'm not saying nothing. They like, and rather than, look, so rather than just admit to being wrong, some narcissistic people will just stop talking to you at all. They will refuse to communicate with you. They'll give you this. They'll, they would rather give you the silent treatment than admit to being wrong. They would rather just take, you know, they would rather give them, give you the silent treatment or hurt your feelings or rage out on you or ghost you or, you know, maybe stonewall you or something like that to pretend you don't exist to invalidate your power over them. They would just refuse to communicate. Some of them will just pretend like some of them will give you the silent treatment. Um, so the issue goes away, then pretend like nothing happened. That happens quite a bit in some of these toxic, in a lot of these toxic relationships where instead of just admitting to being wrong, they they let the shame take over and they won't talk to you. They'll give you the silent treatment. And like I said, some of them will absolutely start yelling and screaming at you, raging out on you and things like that. And it's like, again, y'all, it's not your fault for being right. And sometimes it gets it's a lot of times the narcissistic person like this isn't your if this isn't your first rodeo with this narcissistic person and how they behave when you try to hold them accountable. You understand You understand exactly what I'm about to say. Sometimes they condition you to just not even bring it up. Even if you know you are right, you don't even bring it up. You let the narcissistic person admit, get to the point where they just admit to being wrong or just like, dang, I messed up. Ah, you just let them do it on their own. You let them get to, you let them get to that decision. You let them get to that, um, you let them get to that point on their own. You let them get to that conclusion on their own because you don't want to interfere with them. You don't want to make it seem like you had anything to do with this. Cause like they feel like if you trying to make me admit that I'm wrong, it's a completely different than me admitting that I'm wrong on my own. You see what I'm saying? That happens quite a bit, which is, you know, they condition you to just not want to talk to them or just to be afraid to speak up and things of that nature. When, like I said, they condition you. It, it's a, it's y'all, it's a, it's a conditioning like, like hair, like hair conditioner. It happens like this all the time in toxic relationship spaces and toxic relationship dynamics where, like I said, you be dealing with a lot of narcissists and toxic people. They will absolutely do just like this, y'all. They will just take you or they will take you for a ride. They just will. You know what I mean? They absolutely will take you for a ride and just continue to mess with you, continue to mess with your head, continue to invalidate you, continue to make you feel like you don't matter to them, continue to do a lot of different things to you to just hurt your feelings, to put you through it, y'all. It happens all the time in these toxic relationship dynamics, in these toxic relationship spaces. It just does. It's one of those things that happens consistently. So I'm just, that's why I just try to get people right now where you are right now in your space and in your life to just understand that like, 
sometimes it's better to just like if you can't leave this narcissistic person you're trying to figure out how to live with them sometimes it's better to just, just let them find it out on their own because they think that if you because if you try to get them to admit being wrong they think you're trying to rub it in and when you're trying to rub it in we take it as a personal attack we take it as criticism you know no like very not very many narcissists self-aware or not can take any type of criticism it just doesn't work that way so they feel like you're trying to criticize them or we they feel like they're bad people all good you know narcissists we have this all good or all bad mindsets so we feel like we are bad people when we are wrong it's just like yeah it is so it is such a ridiculous mindset to have like to feel like a bad person even when you do something small wrong i'm lee what is what, there's nothing small that you can do wrong though y'all i'm talking about like some minor indiscretion like leaving the refrigerator door open um not closing the freezer all the way forgetting to wash the dishes forgetting to take the trash out and you hear the forgetting to take the trash to the, co- the trash to the curb and you hear the trash man coming stuff like that you know what i mean things like that in that in, in that example right there things like that in that position right there is i tell people it's not your fault it's just not y'all and so many people take responsibility and accountability for trying to hold somebody accountable in a normal relationship in a healthy i say normal in a healthier relationship dynamic you should be able to hold your partner accountable and they should be able to hold themselves accountable but in narcissistic relationships with a narcissistic person nobody can hold that person accountable not even themselves they a lot of times they refuse to hold themselves accountable so how the hell are you supposed to hold them accountable if they are not hold if they are not willing to hold themselves accountable you mean you it's like you're fighting an uphill losing battle in a lot of these situations dealing with a lot of these toxic people y'all and i hate that for a lot of people you know i really do hate that for a lot of people i hate it for the, i hate it for the person dealing with the narcissist the victim survivor thriver but i also hate it for the narcissistic person that a lot of times you don't get to experience life in its full capacity because you're running away from shame you're running away from accountability you're running away from just admitting you're running away from something that could be minute admitting that you were wrong admitting like this is for the narcissistic person right there admitting that you are wrong does not make you a completely bad person and that's that we get stuck in our minds y'all. a lot of the narcissists we do, we do get stuck in our minds thinking that because we did something wrong something small that we are inherently bad people now and that sucks y'all that absolutely sucks so another, another reason that some narcissistic people will admit that they were wrong so like like i said earlier y'all some some narcissists will absolutely admit to being wrong in certain circumstances if it benefits them What's the, like, when you're dealing with a narcissist, ask yourself this one question right here, y'all. What is the benefit? What is the benefit? What is the benefit? What is the benefit for me? That's the question a a narcissist is asking themselves in their heads. In our heads, we're asking ourselves this question. How did this benefit me? What is the benefit of doing this for me? So ask yourself that question. What is, how does this benefit this person? How can they benefit from this? Because you have to try, if you try to get them to take a positive, if you're trying to get them to take accountability for something, you have to somehow, some way, shape, or form, put an account, put a positive spin on it. You know what I mean? You have to be able to put a positive spin on the situations and whatnot as well. You know, things like that. But like I said, it's one of those things that it can help you grow in a toxic, grow out of a toxic relationship. Because like I said, they're rarely, if ever, going to take accountability and admit that they are wrong. Because admitting, admitting that we were wrong brings pain and it brings shame and it sucks and it hurts y'all. It's, it's just, it really, really does. But anyway, y'all, thank you for tuning in to this another episode. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace.
Thank you so much for being here, y'all. Thank you for watching my video to the end. I'm super eternally grateful for every single one of you. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the channel so we can help reach more people, help more people and things like that. Um, the self-love brand is available. I love me. The self-love journal is available as well. Links in the description of every video I do. If you haven't already as well, look into joining the channel memberships for behind the scenes perks, priority responses, the comments and things like that, y'all. Thank you so much for being here. See you next time. Oh, that was better.